is Will Tinkin. Thanks for listening to the Bitter Comics Comics Podcast. And here's your host, JT Foreman. Good job, dude. Can I have a high five? Yes. Good job. That's really nice. Hello and welcome to episode 222 of the Bitter Comics Podcast. I am JT Foreman and I am here with half of the Fresno comedy scene, actually. Uh, everybody, uh, starting from over here, say your name. Hey, it's Nick Warner. Hey, it's Nicholas Paglia. This is Matthew Amos, host of the Grog's Monday Night Open Comedy Mic and the best comedian in motherfucking Fresno. Even though he's from Madeira. <laughs> <laughs> Taron Tarango. I'm Nathan Anderson. Ali Rodriguez. Ali Aliria and my big dick. <laughs> if you actually do have a penis, I've always wanted to fuck a female. Seriously. It's so big. You don't okay. even know. It's bigger yeah. than everyone at this table. We, it's we massive. Got, got the girth is what's impressive. What kind of battery? I have like $12. What kind of batteries does it take? Uh, my thumb clip is bigger than yours, though. Yeah. Uh, Steven the Bruce? Yes. Come on. Just say your name. You don't have to do the podcast if you don't want to, but tell us your name. Come on. Didi Carbajal. Oh my God, Bill Clinton. She talks about her giant boobs on stage, but she's afraid to anonymously speak on the internet. Really, they are. It's impressive. Josh Oden. There we go. So we got a whole bunch of people from the Fresno comedy scene here. Uh, we begin. We begin our podcast with our usual segment. JT was a real prick last week, in which I apologize for the cruel, offensive, and probably racist things I said last episode. Now, this is episode 222, I think. So, for my insensitivity in episode 221, I would like to apologize to Oildale, Denny's, anyone who has seen my chest hair, and 20-year-olds. If you'd like to know why I'm apologizing to these things, check out episode 20, uh, one, 221 and all our previous, I'm sorry, 121 and all our previous episodes at Bitter Comics. Dot How stoned are you? Uh, not at all. Because you said like 222 not a, not the first time. Quit fucking with my intro. <laughs> Danny. Danny. Fuck you. <laughs> JT's all natural. That's right. If, if you uh, feel I owe any additional apologies, uh, or if you, you'd like to make any comments, send us an email to bittercomics at hotmail.com. And in the subject line, please put, what's wrong with, hot, with Hotmail? <laughs> Someone Fuck was giving me shit about having a Hotmail email address before. It's like, oh, you need to get a Gmail account. What? What is it that much more work to just write Hotmail instead of Gmail? Gmail's hot instead of G- yeah. Hotmail is not hot anymore. Gmail's not hot. What's what is the hot email server service now? I don't Yahoo. Know. Yahoo. Yahoo. Really? It's Yahoo SBC is Global. even older. It's. All right, who who's got the? Hey, when I when I found out yeah. the best answer, I'll Snapchat it. To you, you know what? I'm I'm going to go retro and get an AOL email address. I, I, that way, I, can, I I want to be retro. It's all about those AOL chat rooms. It, exactly. What what's what's the oldest email uh, service out there? It's, what what do you guys think? Snail mail. Why are you holding the mic up there? Actually, I'm the one who should know this. I'm 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 probably the oldest person here. Forty four. Yeah, I'm freaking ancient, yeah. Yeah, CompuServe, there you go. I'm going to get myself a CompuServe email address so, just so I can be retro. I thought it was Zanga. I thought it was Zanga. That's the original right there. Yeah. Well, so how is everybody doing? Just all at once say great. 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 Yeah, yeah. Awesome. All right, so <laughs> kind of shit. Really? You, the guy with the don't panic shirt is the one who's going to say kind of shitty. Really? Uh, yeah, that's true. Oh, there you go. 
And also, he doesn't have a microphone, so you probably couldn't even hear any of that. That's shit. all right. I'm talking over Matt Amos. He smells great. Yeah, everyone. He does smell. He does smell good. Yeah, I have to say, That's Matt Amos man. is Fresno County's prettiest comedian. <laughs> My no second doubt. Man. No doubt. Even though he's from Madera, <laughs> Fresno County. That's right. Uh, actually, is is Madera is Madera County or something? Yeah, I, I actually I live in Madera Rancho, so it's a little different. Oh, okay. Is that like it? Is that in Fresno County? We own horses and we shoot people. Okay, and you're real close to the Children's Hospital, which yeah, and the gas station. <laughs> and, and, yeah, there's a gas station out there. All right, so uh, well, we were talking earlier. Everyone wants to discuss the Ghostbusters movie. Is that correct? No, no. N- uh, Nicholas Cipagli does not want to discuss the Ghostbusters movie. No, nah, it came out like decades ago. We've seen it already. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> The new Ghostbusters that is That movie. is an abomination. The one with the four women on it that are Ghostbusters instead of the four men. Because... That's true. There are states where it's already mic. like that, I'm pretty sure. You know why the new Ghostbusters movie is going to be terrible? Why is the new Ghostbusters movie going to be terrible? Because they're women. Because they're women? Really? No, it's because it's an SNL skit with ghosts. That's true. The reason it's going to be terrible... Is this because it's two fours, one six, and a seven, and that's Kate McKinnon? Yeah, I yeah. Well, is is that a Fresno seven or an LA seven? Because I think she's Portugal a, seven. I, yeah, Portugal <laughs> seven. I don't know those Portuguese. I just want to say I'd fuck McCarthy. I would too, but I'm just desperate. Joe, do you so. think the women Ghostbusters will get paid? Fuck, I was trying to call back to when you Yeah, the, the women Ghostbusters will probably only get paid 77% of what the male Ghostbusters got. Will they catch I'm only 77% of the ghosts? Yeah, no, they do They do just as much work. And in fact, if anything, women Ghostbusters probably work harder because they have to prove themselves. Because they're women. Right, ladies? Right, ladies? You have to work harder and get paid less. I'm yeah. just still stuck on when Matt said two fours. I thought he said two Thors. I'm like, I thought there was only one. Uh, yeah. That's what that movie needs, is just four Thors going after ghosts. <laughs> Wait, isn't Thor in the movie, technically? Yeah. Chris, yeah. Hemsworth? Chris Hemsworth, he yeah. plays the secretary that He's was... apparently uh, the best part of the movie. Well, okay, I want to know why in the original Ghostbusters movie they have this homely glasses librarian-looking woman as the secretary. But in the, ghost, the new Ghostbusters movie, which is with the females starring in it, you got the, the, the hot, sexy, muscle-bound secretary. That is sexist. And, and as, a, as a man, I do not appreciate the objectification of another man like that when you could be objectifying me. It's just the media trying to, uh, to push their agenda to try and t- make kids think reading is sexy, and it's not. That's true. Well, here's the thing. I think they should have just gone it down to It depends what you're reading. Grab a, a random open mic in Hollywood. Grab the third person that was up on open mic and made them Chris Hemsworth's character. Allie. That would have been. Yeah. You want to know <laughs> why they have. Just off of Muscle Beach and put him in there. Allie, please. You want to know why they have mousy bitches in all the films as the leading ladies with glasses on? Mousy bitches? Yeah, you heard me. So men, uh, well, I just haven't heard that term in a long time. But yeah, that's You know, the wallflower be- ones, the quiet ones. You want to know why? Because are intimidated why? so easily by strong-willed women. It's because the quiet bitches are the closet freaks. So the more the bitch talks, the less she's going to actually do. It's the ones that bottle it all up that go fucking psycho on your ass. And eat your dick like it's dinner. So in other so words, you don't actually do anything. This is why they put the bitches with the glasses that don't say anything. 
because that's every man's dream for that's a bitch to not say anything and be a freak in the bedroom. Yeah. Thank you. That's true. That's true. Uh, you look like you had something to say. Did you? I got something to say. All right. What Ali's talking about is touching on a subject that's close to my heart. Every time you have sex, you lose an opportunity. You gain an opportunity to have sex with the person you're having sex with, but you also lose an opportunity. I was having sex with this woman. It was wonderful. She would cook me dinner. We'd hang out. We'd have fun. We'd listen to a lot of cool music. But one time she told me her friend is coming to town from Philadelphia, and her friend was beautiful. She was an introvert. She was agoraphobic. She hadn't left her house in three years. <laughs> she had a giant nose, which is right up my alley, because growing up there was no Jewish or Middle Eastern women in my town, so that's what I want to have sex with. Same with every man. She was very quiet. She was very shy. Mousy, like Allie said. Yes. And since I was having sex with a friend, and I'm Japanese, I'm an honorable man, I could not have sex with her. Unless you committed Harry Carey afterwards. Yes. <laughs> so every time you have sex with someone, you lose an opportunity. That's all I'm saying right now. Coincidentally, so, pretty, exactly. her name was Carrie, and she had a Harry. Her name so. was Daisy. It would have been funny if <laughs> she it was crazy. Been funny if her, if her name were Carrie, and she were really Harry, yes. Yeah. Uh, you were about to say something? No, I'm good. Uh, see, it's what we're gonna with with all these many people here. I'm just gonna keep I'm embarrassing let's, let's, myself, let's, trying to give everyone an opportunity to speak. Nick, go right. Let's ahead. turn the subject back on Joel. You recently got married. Yeah, that was a big mistake. Big mistake. <laughs> did you get Did you get the dental you wanted? Uh, no, I did not get dental. <laughs> did, uh, I'm sorry. And I also didn't get the other benefits. Ah. Nice subject change, Nick. I didn't, hey, he's the one who answered the depressing yeah. ass answer. <laughs> How long was the shipping? Uh, yeah, lied. She, she, yeah, she did not come with assembly required. Although I did uh, end up with an Asian. She's uh, Filipino, uh, which uh, is the uh, Asian Mexico. Um, Asian? I thought you said agent. No, no. Yes, married an agent. Yeah, I'm a, well, I made it in Hollywood. Now, Asian orange that would not be. No, no. Since this is a podcast, I think we should do something visual right now. I want to see a raise of hands. Who has the sexier nose ring, Allie or Nicholas Sapaglia? Uh, Allie, let's see a raise of hands. Who picks Allie? All right, and who picks Nicholas? God damn. It's a, that was a hundred hands for Nicholas go up. Uh, I, I actually... Um, let the record show. Let the let, record show that... Let the record show that... Allie's weeping unconditionally. Nose rings are not sexy. It's just another way, it's just another orifice for snot to come out of when you sneeze. It doesn't happen though. Another orifice? What's the first one? The uh, the two nostrils. Oh, is that it? Okay. it I All think right. if you can pull on it and hey, make someone bleed, it's sexy. Anything you can put a penis in is an orifice. <laughs> yeah, so it I, I think that's you the definition. You know somebody. Right? <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. Holding this microphone is like very phallic. It Holding reminds me of a penis. I kind of like it this close to my face. It's, it's been a, a long time, guys. As she was saying, la, 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 la. the ones who talk the most. This is a natural move for me. I mean, you know, it's what it is. <laughs> Every guy I've ever known is just shoving it in your fucking face, whether you want it or not. It's happening, and they're going to put it anywhere near. Yes, we are. Yeah. We're terrible human beings. We should probably be destroyed. Joe, th- you didn't tell him where we're doing the podcast and what happened before, and we should talk about the mic, what went down tonight. All right, well, we are at Grog's at Willow Knees here in Fresno, and... Uh, it's Monday night. Uh, the uh, there's an open mic here every Monday at eight thirty, and uh, the open mic finished about half an hour ago uh, uh, or so, and uh, we're outside on the patio, even though it's uh, eighty plus degrees, 
And uh, if you the if you hear the uh, the propellers whirring, that's actually a fan. We're not on a runway. I just caught a Venonat at this bar. It's pretty tight. Dude, there's a nope. How, how there did was. everybody? How how did everybody enjoy the open mic? That was great. It was dope. Yeah. I liked it. The host sucked. He he was mad. He was yelling at everyone the whole time. Yeah, you, Matt, I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend anybody come here. <laughs> Matt, what did you think of the host? I think he fucking bombed and he sucks. <laughs> I had a great time. We had sixteen comics tonight. Last last week there was no open mic. So I just did drugs with Nick. But the week before we had like five people. That's usually how it goes down. Tonight we had like sixteen people and like seven audience members. It was really good. It was a really good night. Yeah, most of the audience members came with one the the guy who it was his first time performing, and, and as soon as he finished his set, I did, he, did he, he left, and they all left with him. You know, that's that's the thing. Any you, you got to watch if you're hosting an open mic, and whoever brought people, you put them up last. And so, never bring your friends if I'm hosting because I'm going to put out. I will headline you. That was a rookie mistake we'll by Matt. We'll call it smart. headlining. There's also smart. Another rule. That's never why I never headline the show, which means you get two more minutes than everybody else. I heard you firsthand from a lot of the comics when they left tonight that they uh, they caught a lot of really good Pokemon tonight. <laughs> uh, Joel, what we should do is uh, we should go around and ask the different comics how they felt about their set tonight. All right. Or we should tell one of our jokes each. Mm, fuck yeah. no. No, uh, no, let's child, not do that. Play. That's child's play. Joe. No. D- if you want to hear our jokes, you come to the open mic. That's right, right bitches. <laughs> Mondays right. at Grog's. I mean, right, we, uh, off, we can just tell Josh Oden jokes. That comment is directed to the uh, guy listening in New York. You better well, be here next week. <laughs> uh, all right, well, uh, Josh Oden, we'll start with you. What did you think of the open mic tonight? I went up last, so like half the audience was gone when I went up. But like, I did you know better than I do most nights at Grog, so that was good. Tried out some new stuff. Some of it went well. Some of it didn't. Okay, Jocks. now what he just said is going to be repeated nine times, so we can move on to another subject. No, but Josh. Everyone's going to say the same shit. Yeah, it was a good open mic. I had a good time. Some people laughed at some of my jokes. Yeah, some not so well, but, you know, I'm getting better. Was, That's what everyone is going to say, right, pretty much? Some, Except you, Didi's not going to say anything. Something really unique happened tonight, and I know... Every time a new comic starts in town, I tell them to listen to Joel's podcast. Will Island, my good friend, he's been listening to all the podcasts to learn about the history of Fresno comedy. And uh, the cool thing about open mics is things happen at open mics that would never happen at a real show. So tonight, Josh, he got here second, besides Stephen LaBruce, who always gets here at like six. But Josh got here, he signed up first. Then Joe Simon said he had to get out at 9, so I put him up. And then Richard Lee, he had his handler. He has to get out early, so they bumped him down to third. And then by the time it was time for Josh to go up, he told me he wasn't going up. He was instead going to write his suicide note and not do comedy tonight. But I told him, hey, buddy, if you change your mind, you know, you can go up again. So he came up to me after, like, 13 comics and said, okay, I'll go up last. But I wanted to ask Josh is, what, what, what was that all about? Why didn't you go up third? I don't know. I just like I felt like it, and then just like something hit me, and I was like, "No, I'm not gonna do it." And then I just like smoked a half a pack of cigarettes, and I was like, "You know what? I'm feeling it." What was the thing that happened that made you not want to go up? No, I think what happened. What I want to know what happened that made you decide not to write the suicide note. I did write. I wrote you like just part feel of it. Like everyone should just wonder. Josh, did you? It's really you got to read that on the podcast. Yeah, let's hear it. Let me find it. Hold on, give me a second. I want to hear this. This is going to be sad. 
<laughs> yeah, it's going to be Josh. I wrote this on the back of my comedy it's notes. Sad. I don't know. This is a rough draft. Let's see what I got here. Okay. To whom this may concern. I want to be clear. I did not hate life. Rather, I envied it. I envy life to the point to where it was unbearable me, unbearable for me to live it any longer. I am a burden. Death was always a burning fear of mine, and I'd envy those people who didn't fear death, who welcomed the love of God and an eternity. That's as far as I got. Dude, right, well, hold on, let me see this thing. Together, to what? whom it may concern, Give that's that. how you start that shit off no, with. No, 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 Kill somebody. No. Write that shit to your mom, your dad, somebody. Right into yeah. JT. Dear JT, yeah, honestly, I killed myself because I, of you. I have to say, I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. Because <laughs> it, it seems to me that suicide notes are always... They seem to be designed to alleviate anyone who is left behind of any guilt for for their their own fault in what what it, what caused you to want to kill yourself. Hey, my I know, experience. It, when, when, I, when I was a kid, I got picked on a lot. And there were actually times when I contemplated suicide. And if I had written a suicide note, I would have named names. <laughs> I'd be like, all right, this, this guy was uh, picks on me. This guy called me foreskin. This guy called me trash foreman. This guy, just I would just everyone would, and I would I would probably get a billboard, and put my suicide note up there just so everyone knows who the assholes were that caused me to want to kill myself. Right, Dee Dee, please. I actually agree. I got called pube hair a lot <laughs> oh my because gosh. my hair, <laughs> yeah, it's very it's very fluffy and very frizzy. But <laughs> I, I agree with you. Have some fun. Fuck with them. You know. Make them feel I, like shit. I, no, I, 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 I disagree. Fuck everyone. It's about me. <laughs> no, yeah, that's well, okay. that's, that's, that's the uh, fine yeah, line that you I gotta understand. Do. I've that's the fine line you got to do. Because I think JT, I think you go a little too far. Because if somebody wrote what you wrote about me in their suicide note, like I would feel empowered. But like, yeah, I got him to fucking kill himself. <laughs> you you got to ride that fine line of guilting somebody, but not empowering them over it. Well, see, it depends on what in gen- the general public thinks of you personally. Now, if, if most people think you're a nice guy and you're a good guy and someone drove you to suicide, then that person is going to become a pariah. But if you're kind of a dick and that person drove you to suicide, they're going to be everyone's hero. So That's y- true. Y- you, have to, you have to make an honest assessment of your own public image before you decide how you want the suicide note to... to I've been that's why I personally ride that fine line. Lately, just so I don't have to be around when all these yellow babies get born. YOLO babies? Yeah, you know, like 16-year-old girls. I think he said yellow. Party, I like, thought we were... Fucking racist. And they're drunk. Like, I don't care. He's I, no, I was no, just making was sure not an yellow. say yellow babies. No, no, because no. I was like, all right, he doesn't want a bunch of Asians to be born. What? Um, so, okay, so Josh, you opened up. That was beautiful. But I know all of us here have probably contemplated suicide a lot. I think we should go around and talk about, like, our most suicidal moment. That'd be really depressing. Starting with Nick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, no, no, no. If, we're, if we're going to do that, then we start on one side of the room. So, either, either, uh, <laughs> go for it. Uh, yeah, I am the first person to talk about that uh, because who hasn't thought about that? Um, yeah, I think everybody's had like that uh, some suicidal thoughts. Okay, tell us about yours. Um, uh, it was a time that I really wanted uh, Pepsi. No, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you really wanted Pepsi, and every restaurant has Coke, and then Burger King switched to Pepsi, and then three months later, the, 
they got they got into a, a, a pissing contest with Pepsi and they switched back to Coca Cola again. It's and not you the just same couldn't thing. handle it. It's not the same thing. I was like, yeah, you know, when when I found that there were no chicken places with Mountain Dew because Mountain Dew is the best thing with chicken. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> Mr. Sapaglia. What? Have you ever contemplated suicide? Oh yeah, like every day. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have fun with it though. I'm not gonna be a bitch and write a note. I'm just gonna do it and leave mystery in the world. Like I'm gonna go like to the Grand Canyon and like hike around. And at the end of the day, I'm gonna be standing and looking over the view. I make eye contact with a random stranger and just go, "This is your fault," and jump off. <laughs> that's a great. That's actually a great idea. Uh, um, for me, my most suicidal moment is I was dating this girl strictly online, and we would just text or like talk on OkCupid and call each other on the phone. And one night, um, she told me, "You know, I'm sorry. It was wonderful meeting you. It was wonderful talking to you. We had a wonderful relationship, but now it's over, and I'm gonna fucking kill myself." So she swallowed a bunch of pills, like thirty-five, whatever. Vicod. I don't know what the fuck she swallowed, but. I sent her a text. I was like, please don't do this. I called her. She's choking on the phone, having the death rattle and everything. I have to beg her to talk to her mom to, like, get her to puke. And finally, like, begging her for, like, an hour, she finally pukes. Her mom takes her to the hospital. Then I call up my friend Steve Wayne, who I was in, like, a horrible comedy hip-hop band with. And I cry my eyes out to him. And he's autistic, so he doesn't really understand. And I was crying. And I was like, God, I'm just going to watch fucking Superbad and try to feel better and not be sad anymore. And I was, like, crying into my grandpa's desk chair, and I'd be working at Pizza Hut for, like, six and a half years. And I was like, what the fuck is going on in my life? I met this chick. Her pussy smelled like shit. I tried to finger her, and it was terrible. And, like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? I'm going to kill myself. That was the most suicide moment of my life. The next day, I fought my best friend. I fucking tackled him to the ground and choked him unconscious at my, uh, underneath my friend's desk chair, actually, where he was playing Ace Combat on a uh, computer where they had like a really his dad had a really like in-depth simulation with like like Joel you were in the navy my all my my grandfather my dad both my grandfathers in the air force so it's really in-depth like it's a flight, fl- flight simulator yeah. where you could like push and it has like the controls and you can like really fly and shit but I choked my friend out underneath that and we were trying to record some music I was trying to rap and I couldn't get my fucking lyrics right I kept fucking up cuz I was pissed off cuz I just got into a fight with my best friend my fucking disgusting girlfriend's in a coma and I'm just like yeah fuck it I'm gonna kill myself <laughs> fuck this shit I don't know why I didn't do it but for some reason I did and that was the most suicidal moment of my life no. wow. uh, I was pointing at that microphone wow. because I told you guys don't use Trade. this one because it's got such a short cord you're gonna end up knocking someone's beer over it's gonna be hard to top that yeah forget about that. you might damage the $400 recording equipment well, okay, you well, don't want to spill so much. here's beer. my thing look if you're gonna commit so. suicide why not go out on the bank why are you gonna just die in, like in a fucking overdose or something I would go out like seriously rob a bank fucking get the money if I don't die in a bank robbery I take that money go buy yeah, a fucking true. car go to fucking Florida hop on a space shuttle fucking try to rob a fucking space shuttle hop into <laughs> space I literally would do some GTA shit I would like rob a fucking Lamborghini I would fucking rob banks I would go out in a way Tony Montana style you know just put a, with a fucking gun and seeing how many police I can take down at the same time <laughs> I, I mean I, I, I'm just saying I mean, that's what I would do I mean make it interesting make it entertaining for your friends like that, I knew that person I knew that person before they were crazy before they killed themselves <laughs> and, and tell somebody who's got a uh, a good iPhone to follow you around so they can make <laughs> some viral videos of the. It's got to uh, be the iPhone six. The iPhone six, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. With the Hello Drone, you know, so it just follows you, so yeah. they don't get in trouble. There you go. <laughs> uh, skip. Uh, go back over here. And, all right. Now I can't think of a time I did, but I know the way I would do it. I would stand up on the top of a building, towards the middle, 
I'd read, I look at the Hold edge. the mic up to your mouth. Hold the mic up to my mouth. Okay. Um, it's, like, it's not like I'm a... Yeah, so... You can tell I'm nervous. But um, I would uh, stand up in the middle of the building, uh, the roof of the building, walk, go towards the edge, look down, get back to the middle, take a running leap, and almost make it to the, ne- to the, next, uh, to the next ledge. But I'd fall and just splatter all over the ground. Then I'd, uh, Okay, I'd so you, you would try to do a Jackie Chan... Pretty much, but I'd be wearing fitness. I'd be wearing Rumble in the Bronx. I think he did that. He jumped from one building to another, landed on the. No, but you're right. Yeah, I'd be wearing like parkour outfit, and now the and at the edge of this, uh, it would have the suicide note that said, "So close." You know, if I were going to jump off of a building, I would jump off. I would look for the most expensive car I could find down below to land on. You don't need diamonds in the bathroom. (laughs) Muscles, Keong. Sorry, I know I've I watched no Rumble in the means. Bronx like a hundred times. I know <laughs> like great movie. Quotes Damn, right. yeah. No, so what you're saying is you would do like a Spider-Man two failed jump. Yeah, yeah. Okay. like something I would see in Fallout. You know, you see like a dead body on the ground and a note up on the roof behind him. Like, oh, he jumped or he fell. <laughs> uh, Allie. wearing a vault jumpsuit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here, Allie, take this one. No, no, it's good. No, 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 no Allie, take that one. Put this one back on that side. Put that one back over. We don't want to knock stuff over. Put that one back over there and take this. Taryn still has to tell his, too. Uh, too many Not mics. Sure. There are too many mics. I feel like how I feel about suicide is that it's, you know, it's all about prevention. Um, because I was feeling really down one day. Enough to want to fucking find a cliff and fall off of it. And all of a sudden, at the depth of my pain, U2's It's a Beautiful Day came on. And it made me unplug the toaster and drain the bathtub. And at that moment, I saw the light. And I think that if they maybe played you 2 It's a Beautiful Day on all the suicide hotlines, you know, it could change some lives, guys. We could make a big difference here. We could make a dent in not so many people wanting to fucking maybe, you know, they would they would untie the rope and put the chair away and it would. It would be beautiful. Well, you, suicide prevention doesn't work, and the reason I say that is because International Suicide Prevention Day is September 10th, and then the most famous suicides of all time happened the, on September 11th. I just feel so like I don't know. I think the Kool Aid incident in the back in Ghana was a little too. more famous than that. Those I just feel like anyone calls on. Would you like to share your? Uh, have you have you ever com- contemplated suicide? Would you like to share? Multiple times. Tell us about one. They're really sad. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Your guys are all sound fun and shit. Mine's like fucking. <laughs> it's funny on the. Uh, it's funny on the outside. No. Hold the mic closer to your mouth. Like this. Yeah. Like if I'm sucking. Anyways. Yes. Yes, okay. absolutely. <laughs> well. I have see. to turn the sensitivity of the mics down enough so they don't t- pick up the fan too much. But then that means you got to be right, right next to it. No, don't turn the fan off. It's too hot out here. <laughs> Thanks, though. Very considerate. Um, well, I think the first time I tried uh, committing suicide, because I've tried it about seven times. I'm a failure at everything, apparently. So. Well, you know, if there's something you're going to be bad at, <laughs> I think killing yourself <laughs> is the thing to be bad at. Because I, I even guess. though it is technically against the law, nobody's gonna nobody's gonna prosecute you for it. That's no, true. I think That's trying to true. kill somebody else would be worse because, like, well, yeah, but you still get you still get prosecuted for attempted murder. Yeah. No one prosecutes attempted suicide. 
No one prosecuted me for trying to kill my brother once. That's the only time self-deprivation is okay if you woke up. Yeah, but then you get all the green jello you can eat. And you know what? That might be worth That is a stereotype that's not true. I want the red jello. You you do get jello. It's not always green. I, I'm sorry, Didi. That was very. Please continue. <laughs> no, I was just saying. Like, um, I've never been prosecuted for trying to kill my little brother <laughs> when we were younger. Oh, so yeah. that's good. I'm just flying under the radar. <laughs> um, <laughs> so let's put it on the internet. <laughs> that's okay. Nobody listens to this podcast <laughs> except the other. Nobody people knows who I anyway. am. That's so okay. No, um, I I believe. Um, my little brother stole one of my Barbies once, and uh, I just started to strangle him. And uh, I can see that. Yeah. And then I, I realized, I was like, oh, shit, I'm killing my brother. So I let go, and then I was like, don't cry. You know the thing that you always do? You, you know, feel if really guilty, and then you just shut them up. Yeah. You don't uh, get in trouble, right? When uh, you're choking someone, wait for them to go limp before you let go. Because uh, when I was in seventh grade... Some dude in line at school uh. in front of me turned around to me and said said something rude. I don't remember exactly. He called me a scrounge or something like that. So I pushed him. Then he turns and he pushes me and then turns his back to me. So I grabbed him around from behind and I started choking him. The lunch lady starts yelling at me to let go. So I did. He turns around, punches me in the face, and runs. Wow. So if you're choking someone, wait for them to go limp and <laughs> then let that? go. Well, I mean, he never that tried. That way, they won't me. turn around and punch you in the face. He never tried punching me. None. Neither of the five times I tried killing him. So, I guess I did pretty good. Well, how old is he now? He's twenty-one now. Well, you choke He's him now dead. and see what he does. <laughs> <laughs> I succeeded, you guys. <laughs> He's dead now. <laughs> Taryn, yeah, what's your thoughts he's on suicide? He's pretty old now. He's, he's huge. Like, he is scary huge. Right, shut the fuck up. This is boring. Let's hear Taryn. <laughs> See, I told Terrence. you. Uh, I always thought of it like a story, you know? Like, I'd like to jump off the White Cliffs of Dover, go to Ireland, but I'd like to bring a friend with me, somebody who'd, like, try to talk me out of it. But after three months, he's actually seeing my point of view. I'm like, you're right. Life fucking sucks. Let's both jump off this cliff. And then I would turn it into a movie and call it Doves Over Dover. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> Steven. Steven, let's hear it. All right, so it was two years ago now. Like and right now, week, right now? It was a week after Valentine's Day, and I remember that because I bought her about $200 worth. My, girl, I, my ex-girlfriend now, I bought her about $200 worth of Valentine's Day gifts. Rookie mistake. February it 22nd. Was. And 22nd? I hadn't seen her in a month, and she went through all $200, and she told me how every single one of those things was a miserable gift for her, and they were horrible and awful. About a week later, she promised to see me, and I went out, and I went to see her, and last minute she said, sorry, I can't see you right now, and had to drive home. I went, and I bought a fifth of vodka and a 211. I drank half the vodka, and I was drinking the 211 on the freeway. And I called her, and we had a phone conversation, and I said, I think I want to fucking kill myself while I'm driving about 85, 90 down the freeway, drunk on half a fifth of vodka and a 211. Drinking the 211 as I'm going. And she tells me, well, if you're going to fucking kill yourself, just fucking do it. 
That would be when I Good would answer. stop any thought of killing myself because if this bitch who ruined my life wants me to do something, I'm not gonna. Jesus. Right? <laughs> yeah. Is no, that is that what stopped you when she said you should kill yourself and then you didn't? Right? Is is that what stopped you? What yeah, stopped me was the two eleven and the half a fifth of vodka, and then waking up in the morning after the phone conversation. Okay, in my so then you just passed out from the alcohol, and I think you somehow made it home. Yeah. Okay. Well, you blacked out you pretty much. Actually, actually, I still have that phone conversation recorded on an old phone. And if I ever do kill myself, I'm going to make sure that it gets out. Now, uh, I, I think I, that I think I'd put that out now. <laughs> I think that's probably a perfect segue into. Uh, I don't know, if, Joel, you tell me if you're down with this, but I would kind of like to hear what all the different comics think about Grogs, because it's a very unique open mic. I feel like it's very different from all the op- other open mics in town, and I would just like to hear what each of the comics here tonight think about Grogs. Like, what do you think about it in relation to the other open mics in town? Like, wh- what do you feel like is the type of material you need to do here? And just what do you feel about the mic in general? I, I would like to ask that. Uh, one, one thing real quick first. Uh, I want that sound uh talking to steven about his suicide uh, her the phone conversation with her i want that sound to tag tag onto the end of this podcast <laughs> so if, if you could get that to me i i want i want to i want to put that on here <laughs> yeah Wait, joel do you want to do our suicide stuff real quick uh yeah go ahead okay well like i talk about suicide all the time but like i don't remember a time where i like, didn't want to die because i remember like i was in elementary school and I would go to school, and I hated it. And I, like, really wished that, like, there would be a Columbine shooting at my school, and I would be, like, the first one to die. So I was, like, really depressing. And then as I grew up, there was um, always more stuff that happened. But, like, I have a grandma who has a um, this, like, really nice white room. Like, I have two things if I actually did it. She has this really nice white room that no one can go in. Like, cause it's like her perfect room, pretty much. She has all like all these dolls that she collected since she was a kid. And it's like totally white. That's for the guests. No, it's for that's no one. For like, you. No one can go in there. No one can go in. Oh, there. That's, it's like a shrine. To is all everything her covered in plastic? Or is no, it's just, just all like white sheets, and it's perfect. And she goes in there to yeah. clean the place once a week, and that's it. Yeah, and I would go in there with like a straight razor, and I would like slit my throat, and I would just paint the entire room in my blood. If I did that. Or I would do, or I would have like. What or do you I would, think she would be more upset about? The fact that you were dead, or the fact that there was blood all over all over her stuff? That's debatable, really. <laughs> it's really debatable. But um, or I would, or I would have a really good set, and I would be super happy with my life. Everyone would laugh, like would roar at all my jokes, and then I would just shoot myself in the head right before I got off stage. Like that's my dream. I just want to point out. I think I know what your gra- grandma, right? Yeah, I know what she would be more upset about. That she raised such shitty children <laughs> to raise such a disrespectful son. <laughs> I just can't believe you remember having like suicidal thoughts in elementary school. No, dude, I wanted so a Columbine shooting like, to oh, be in my school. Tried to kill myself in third grade, but the spork broke. <laughs> I, I crashed my bike intentionally into a uh, garage going down a hill because I thought I would die or I'd become paralyzed. These nuggets suck. I'm taking it all. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna have to apologize. The suicide next episode. Boy, your dream. <laughs> um, I, you know, I, I have on. Uh, um, I've actually as 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 crappy as I felt my life was. I've never, I had never comp- contemplated suicide because I've never believed in God or any sort of an afterlife. So since this is all I get, I'm 
I'm not going to just leave. Because no matter how shitty this might be, this I don't get anything else after this. So I'm just going to end everything now. It seemed stupid. But after I got married, <laughs> I have on a number of occasions thought, you know, it would be so much easier to just be dead than to have to deal with this shit. <laughs> you know, I don't know what I think about that whole YOLO situation. You only live once. I'm a spiritual person. I believe in eternal life. And if I want to science you right now, I can say that energy cannot be created nor destroyed. Therefore, we have to go somewhere. So in my opinion, you don't only live once. You only live a million different times. And we don't know what the fuck will be next. Could be a ladybug. So you're make assuming it work. your energy. Well, and also once you consider There's the fact sort that of the energy. universe gets yeah. destroyed and recreated and all the energy mm-hmm. is conserved. and It is a I renewable mean, source, my friend. Yeah, but the consciousness is not energy. If if consciousness you don't know what consciousness energy, is, well, indeed. Did you know that you know, trees have di- uh, like networks? So if one tree gets chopped down and it's a stump, the whole rest of the trees in the network will send them a special um, hormone that the trees create to keep the stump alive because that's one of them. So trees well, communicate the, yo, via see, sap and what, the ground. Well, also, we added in there was so everything is conscious. One of them, being, if, if you think of it a, that way, as like as Pocahontas. If there is thought behind it. That is just a thing that happens because, you know what, physics works the way it does, chemistry works the way it does, not because someone makes it do it, but because that's how chemistry works, and that's how physics works. The universe, the planet, the earth, whatever, doesn't care that I hold this phone here and let go of it. It's going to fall because that's how gravity works. There's... There's no, there's no consciousness behind that. That, that doesn't change. You dropping a phone no. and trees keeping each other alive or two. Well, actually, dropping yes, the phone would. Well, that doesn't change the concept of consciousness. I, or also, yeah. on that note, uh, plants we found that they actually have pain receptors. Oh. I like, I like to believe okay. that trees yeah. are conscious, just That's so I can believe that weeping willows are just like, oh, I don't give <laughs> a fuck. The most depressing plant care. ever. <laughs> well, um, Matt. So the the uh, the bar is going to close pretty soon, and I'm going to have to put away the palette and everything. But I'd really like to hear what everyone has to say about. Grog. Would you be cool with that, Joel? Yeah, so, sure. And out the bucket. So let's go around, and I would just like to hear, you know, like people's take on grogs. How is it different than other mics in town? And just what do you think about it in general? Thanks, Matt. Um, hey, uh, this is Nick Warner. Um, yeah, I had a great time tonight at Grog's open mic. That was really cool. I, um, as I told you guys, like. I literally went out to get a beer, and then, then you know, I checked this place. I was like, hey, this is like that place that does an open mic. And lo and behold, you guys are doing an open mic. Uh, thanks for giving me some mic time. I uh, really enjoyed it. Uh, uh, great time, so. great crowd, great everything. And, yeah, this is right. Uh, uh, I'm looking right over um, uh, right over there in this, uh, in this center is uh, um, where I did my first mic with uh, JT over here. Um, uh at this uh, this uh, place, it's uh, where they they do shows and uh, um, yeah. Before it was like this. Uh, um, uh, this is this other place, but that's where I did my first set like five years ago. Um, so it's been some time, and yeah, I had a great time. Um, yeah, just feel like I just got back into town just like a few days ago. I've been I've been away for a few years. I feel like uh, uh, let's make some kind of pop culture reference. I feel like one of like uh, like. Power Rangers, feel like original Power Ranger because you guys are all like been around for a while, and so I'm here to like help you guys and be like Zordon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The fuck does that have to do with Grogs? <laughs> I have no idea. 
<laughs> that, that was actually why I didn't even want to do this subject because I knew that kind of shit was happening. Especially since we were going with him first. He was just gonna he was just gonna rant about himself for a while. No, you didn't. You, you didn't Let's have hear to. From, uh, and you certainly didn't have to do a pop culture reference from before their podcast exists. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you, Nick. You're up. Let's hear from Nick, the Billy of the Power Rangers squad. <laughs> Because he's a homosexual. <laughs> Only on the weekends. But for Grogs, yeah, it's um, it's a bar. It has alcohol. And the host sucks. Woo! This is Matthew. I missed the curve. Uh, you're the host of the open mic. Nobody gives a shit what you think. Move on. <laughs> that won't be biased at all. I think you suck. I think this place is actually pretty amazing. Granted, I've never been done an open mic anywhere else before. But I think this place is pretty cool. This is the first time I've been. Some, this is the only place I kept coming to. I would go to Mother Mary's, but I actually know someone who works there, and I go to school with her, which terrifies me. But I think this place is really cool. I always get. I'm, it's always a really friendly atmosphere when I come here. I'm afraid of the women at my work too. Yeah. It's my school even. Uh, well. Um, I'm Allie O'Leary, and I have been coming here since it started, maybe two or three years ago. And it's an awesome crowd. It's always a good time. Everybody's very accepting. It's an easy place to get up if you've never done stand-up before. It's a loyal place to get up if you do it every week. And the people are awesome. We're allowed to be our interesting, special, vulgar little selves. And that's a good thing. And that's why we come here. So we can be authentic. Dee Dee, you're up. Well, um, this was my fourth time barely doing stand-up. And my first time doing it at Grog's. So it was very interesting, the dynamic... um, you know, even though I didn't do very well today, I think uh, everybody's still very supportive. And that's what I like about here. And, and just it's a fun place to be at. It's very, very lean back and, you know, just do your thing. And doesn't matter what people think. You just have fun. And like Ali said, you know, be vulgar <laughs> if you want to. Nobody gives a shit. You did great. Don't don't say you didn't. And I'm not just saying that because you have your arms around me. <laughs> he's he's, say, he's like also a, saying it because he's hoping to get laid tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm Stephen the Bruce. I feel like I need to say that after Allie said her name and JT announced Dee Dee. Um, My name's Nicholas and this is Matt. Shut the fuck up. It's not your turn. You missed it. Uh, I love Grog's because it is the centerfold of like six or seven poke stops and one gym across the street. So like I can come here at like three o'clock in the afternoon and just fucking catch the shit out of some Pokemon, grab some extra Pokeballs, some revives. And by the time open mic starts, um, I own the gym across the street and that's cool. I don't know what any of those words mean. (laughs) Old. <laughs> Josh Odin. Uh, no, I like Grogs because it, I think it really, other than some of the other open mics, it's mainly like comics here. So the people who are the audience like actually know like what's funny. So it really gives you a perspective on how unfunny you are. So it, like, it gets you kind of to the point to where like, you know, if you go and have a really good set of like old people who just laugh at something that's stupid or puns or anything, and you feel really good about yourself but you're actually really shitty, you can just come to Grog's and it just puts you right back in your place. So that's what I love about it. It just makes me want to kill myself even more. When you forgot one Which little thing. Uh, we, we also help you write your suicide note. 
<laughs> That's at the true. end of the day. That's true. And I can say anything I want on stage, but I can't say anywhere else. I love that. All great the, success uh, comes from failure. <laughs> it's true. It's a consistent community. I think a lot of the other rooms have like some stress uh, tied to them, and Grog's has always been the the free stage. Even though it's just a palette, it's it's the best stage in town, really, to feel more comfortable and work on your stuff and not worry about how you do on stage. I'm not really one of the main comics. I enjoy the writing aspect more, but uh, everybody still makes me feel part of the group. That's why I like to come out. Gives you a reason to get out of the house. And uh, yeah, and suicide. No, I'm just joking. Go ahead. Yeah, I felt really welcome. I did not even know there was a podcast, and now I'm part of the podcast. I feel really welcome here. Yeah. Well, I uh, um, actually, the, the there's a couple of things that I personally like about Grogs over the other open mics. One is that you uh, you get a lot more time because the uh, the other open mics in town um, the the open mic you get like three minutes maybe four, which is actually a lot like the open mics in in other cities that I've been to, uh, and that's fine if all you want to do are one liners. But if you'd like to work on an extended kind of uh, a, a bit where you tell a, a bit more of a, uh, a more of a story you need more than three minutes worth of time I, I have bits that are 12 and 15 minutes long and just that's the one thing is 12 minutes and and i i, I can't really do it three minutes at a time as much as is I'd, I'd like to be able to do it that way because then half of it doesn't make any sense uh so the the, the fact that you get more time is one of the things i like about the open mic here uh another is that there isn't any kind of censorship. Now you end up with some ridiculous shit said on stage. Things that I I don't know how anyone could really think they were funny, except that they're new at comedy. Which there was a lot of shit that I said when I was new at comedy that I realize now. Wow, that was just vulgar and dumb. The only reason anyone laughed is because I was shocking them by by being vulgar and dumb. Uh, but how? How else are you going to learn that unless you've got an open mic you can go to where you're allowed to say the vulgar and the dumb things that that at the, quote, professional shows you're not going to be allowed to? I just remember the first time I came here, there was a middle-aged man. Just It wasn't even funny. He was just talking about randomly racist stuff. Then he remember he yelled at the bartender as soon as he turned off the TV, and I'm like, this is weird. Yes. Yeah, we haven't seen him in a while. He was great. <laughs> Not when that's your first impression of the open mic. <laughs> now, we, what we have here now is the uh, the manager of Grogs. Woo! Uh, please introduce yourself to everybody. Hi, I'm Amy. Amy. Do we have to say my last name? Oh, no, you don't, don't have, have to, to but nice. you know. <laughs> Amy. Boop. <laughs> Amy, the very lovely uh, young lady who uh, manages uh, Grogs here and is kind enough to allow us to. To, to do the open mic and putting up with our, our nonsense uh, every fun. week. Uh, why do you put up with our shit? Because we like you. Because we bring Move the mic up to your mouth. Because we like you and we want to bring customers in. Does it work? No. Sometimes it works. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, because, you know, I, 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 it, the, the room was, was, uh, was good tonight, but, you know, there, there have also been a lot of times where it's just you haven't given up on us yet, and there's no real no, intelligent slow, reason why. When it's slow, <laughs> it's a good time for you guys to practice your new material yeah. on each other, and it yeah. works. 
Well, I think even even on a slow night, you have all the comedians buying themselves drinks because they want to forget that there's nobody here. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you still regardless. got business. We, so, you know, we, have you guys. we don't need the comedy show to bring in any customers or audience because comedians are freaking alcoholics. <laughs> <laughs> so really, they're just doing it to just get us to belly up to the bar, guys. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Really it's all about yeah, it's well, you know, you're we using us like to you buy drinks and we're using you to spew our nonsense to unwitting... Uh, <laughs> Unwitting victims. The customers love it. It's a surprise to them, and they drink more and they stay longer. Yeah, it is. A, it is amazing how often I, I stand up on stage, and there are people who clearly had no idea that there was a comedy show going on. They just came in for a drinker because they wanted to watch the basketball game, and they're like, "What the hell is going on here?" Yeah, we had like a group of those people just come in tonight, like the middle class workers just walk in. I think right when you, you had three went up. Australians yeah. come in tonight. Yeah, <laughs> and they loved my shit. That's what they told you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. I made a night. shitty joke to them afterwards, and they said I was the funniest thing they've seen all night. They did. I don't even remember. Did it they was think you were Jack Black, It was just a generic, like, ah. And they were like, ah, that's the best thing I heard all night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, the bar's closing, so I guess we got to. We gotta, we gotta shut this down, uh, guys. Thanks a lot for uh, doing the podcast. I appreciate this was it. This is fun. Uh, Amy, thank you much, very much for uh, doing this. Give it up for Joe, everybody. Uh, yeah. Bitter Comics Podcast. If you want to hear the history of Fresno comedy, go back and listen. So many funny people, so many hilarious episodes of the podcast. I've been on at least ten of them. <laughs> go back and listen. It's awesome. It's a great podcast. Come out to Grogs. And JT is the winner of the expired coupon for a buy one get one free free Slurpee. Oh. Yes, yeah, so today was today, the, today's date is Seven Eleven. I guess they were giving away fl- free Slurpees at Seven Eleven. So we're getting laid tonight. To, yeah. <laughs> uh, how you want a Slurpee? Um, well, uh, anyone else have anything they'd like to say before we shut it down? Okay. Well, I am uh, JT Foreman. Uh, guys, uh, everyone, thanks a lot for uh, doing the podcast. Everyone, say your name all at once. Josh Odin. Your name. <laughs> And I am JT Foreman. We are the Bitter Comics, and I will talk to you next week. My name is Nick. Peace. Nick. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. That was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo.